Welcome back, guys. This is Anime Degens episode 26. Uh, we're going to start off with our showdown throwdown three. Uh, we're actually going to be doing our follow up. So we have already watched the shows. If you haven't, this is your chance to go watch them. Um, and then after that, we're going to go through and talk about our favorite anime pets. Uh, but first, <laughs> I think we got a little bit of news before we get to that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, recent, I think it was announced uh, today, eight, uh, August 2nd, actually. So My Hero Academia is getting a fourth movie. So that's exciting. Four? I've watched one of them. I didn't know they had three more. <laughs> oh, so um, dang, might have to peep those. I mean, it, it's kind of <laughs> like, I think they're all just like side stories. So like, they're not like pertinent to the plot necessarily. Right, right. But yeah. I know, and one of them, Bakugo, gets uh, all for one for a little, or sorry, all, yeah, all for one for a little bit, which is nuts. <laughs> That's so, pretty cool. I don't know about y'all, but I don't watch a whole lot of movies, especially if they're not canon. So uh, I don't know. I one Piece may be the exception. <laughs> so I've watched more One Piece movies than I have uh, anything else. So I guess. Okay. I think it is canon, the one I'm talking about, though, because they mention it in the show at some point. Maybe the show really? is filler too, like that section, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they they're doing the bullshit anime canon, you know? Filler in a weekly show, or or sorry, in a uh, seasonal show, or wild and boys. That'd be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Baku, Bakugo gets all for one in some fighting as a big baddie, and he can instantly just use like a hundred percent power. So Deku's a little bitch. Side note, um, mm-hmm. but that's why he knows we about that. all for one. That's why he knows about all for one. He's involved in all the training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I'm proud of us boys. We made it halfway to one year of doing this thing. Oh, did we? Okay. That's off to you, Chance. 20, Been 20, it. 26 is half of 52, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're on episode 26. Hell yeah. Okay. <sighs> Let's go, boys. We're out here doing this shit, bro. Look at the consistency. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're closing in on 50 episodes with all these uh, bi-weekly releases. So that's exciting. Yeah. We really are. But awesome. You guys want to get right into the showdown, throwdown three? Let's get it. So if you guys listened to last week's episode, you, you already know what's up. We've done this three times now. It's a really, it's one of my favorite segments we've done. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen last week, I highly recommend you do because that's where myself, Bass, and Tyler will introduce the shows we're about to talk about. So it'll give you a chance to kind of get an idea of the backstory and why we thought these would be good shows to talk about. So to start off, Bass, you want to get us going with the Devil of the Rhine, the psychotic hey, little hey, bitch. Hey, let's go, Tanya. <laughs> let's go, Tanya. Uh, so, guys, yeah, I just to remind the audience, I picked Saga of Tanya, the evil. Um, I hope the boys love this one, but I'm gonna just give you guys like a quick uh, rerun down of like the plot, right? So it's an isekai where um, this businessman is. Is just kind of going up against God and 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 is like uh, transported to another world where they're an orphan and born with magical powers, joins the military, goes on a uh, on a hot streak of uh, just being a fucking menace, and I loved it. And um, you know, God's trying to make him a believer, but he's just not having it. And uh, Tanya's just a little blonde girl that's a fucking menace. Uh, but let's get right to it. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, that was a terrible. Terrible, terrible plot review. Um, but was there anything you guys liked about uh this like the setting in uh World War One Germany or anything like that? 
Yeah, I did like the alternate universe World War One setting. Uh, that's really fun. I actually ended up watching this dubbed because I was like, these are German soldiers. I don't need to hear them talking Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I really enjoyed the story. It started off really hot. And then we second episode, you got a lot of interesting backstory. And I think I watched six episodes of this total. And it kind of started slowing down in the middle for a little bit there. And I was like, all right, get me out of the fucking capital. I don't care that she's reading books in the library. Get me right. back out to the battlefield where <laughs> Tanya can do her thing. And by the sixth episode, she was doing her thing and she she she's back, baby. <laughs> and it was awesome. I mean, the fights in this were really fun. I enjoyed how instead of just like using magic, they had to use like a gun as a catalyst to use the magic. And the fact that they were out here with like iron sight car 98s. <laughs> just yes. ran in artillery fire through these magic spells they were using. It, it was awesome. Yeah, pretty much like bolt action snipers, but with magic bullets. Fucking yeah. dope. Yeah. Like, so my 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 first thoughts on it was uh, you know, we get into the first episode, it's like action packed. Like it it goes hard from, you know, get the get go. But the thing is it it kind of confused me a little bit because we open up and it's like a it's like a I don't know, a reenactment of like D-Day or something like you get to like D-Day vibes, you know, going on, you know, you got people storming, uh, you know, the battlefield with, you know, the M1s and car 98s or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, then a couple of minutes later, out of nowhere, like you just got people floating in the sky, shooting magic down. I'm like, bro, where are we at right now? I was like. I thought we was in like the other <laughs> world or something. And then we, you know, and then it's, it's you know, usually it's the kind of start out, you know, um, in the main world and then uh, work its way over to the other world. And I was like, well, this is the main world right now. And then they started throwing magic down. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is this is it. You know, yeah, this is her. This is this is Tanya. And um, heck, yeah, the devil so, of the line to you. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. yeah. So. I really enjoyed the first episodes. Um, I mm -hmm. was just a little bit shocked that, um, you know, we didn't really get introduced to magic. Uh, like, it, it was just a little shocking, you know what I mean? So, it was on the setting. I don't know. but Yeah, I kind of liked the way they did it, like Tyler said, where usually in Isekai, you watch somebody get hit by a truck or grab onto a vending machine and careen off a cliff. And then they go to another world. But this started in the other world. And in episode two, we kind of got Tanya's backstory as a salaryman in Japan. And he fires somebody. And then this son of a bitch is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm pushing you in front of a train. And that's how Tanya dies. But yes. when she dies, um, he basically freezes in front of this train. And this is not what I expected from when you talked about him talking to God. Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought he would have been transported to like a purgatory esque era area. No, no. I would have had like a face to face Literally conversation. in front of the train. Yeah. But all of a sudden birds are talking, all the bystanders are talking and it's actually being X as Tanya calls him talking through all these people as a conduit. So it was really cool in that sense. Um, I didn't expect that at all. Um, like Tyler said though, when I was watching the first episode, I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is world war world war one vibes. They're like, they're in the Rhineland. They're on the border of France and the Eastern Front. Like, this is fucking sweet. 
And then all of a sudden they start flying around and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is not <laughs> what I expected at all. And so speaking, Dan, Dan hit on like the second episode a little bit. And I actually kind of disliked that. Um, I, I felt like that they um, needed to throw this introduction into the first episode somehow. I feel like they could have done it better. Like n- not saying that... Uh, like the, I felt like they should have like made it as like a flashback style in the first episode after we see, you know, like I don't know, ten minutes of the fighting or whatever. Like right, it right, opened right. up really well, mm-hmm. and but then I think they should have in- introduced uh, Tanya's past life um, at that point as like a flashback style instead of going straight into the second episode. Like when you go into the second episode, it starts off as just a random guy that we have no idea who it is in a salary in a company talking, firing this dude. We we don't know who any of these people are. We we haven't been introduced to them. We only find out later that it was Tanya um, in her past life. But it was really confusing to go from that setting and then the second episode starts off as this setting with random people that we don't know. Uh-huh. And I felt like they could have done that better as a flashback in the first episode. I mean, oh. this this is coming from our resident isekai specialist <laughs> right here. Yeah. So he knows a lot more about how these should work than I do. I liked the way they did it because yeah, like I'm the I'm the same way. Uh and I think they, they were trying to grab your attention, right? So I think they, they started off with like a normal looking battlefield first and then suddenly well, introduced you to the magic. And then it's like, okay, let's keep them all balanced for the next episode and go to a, an office building. I think they were yeah. doing that on purpose. I, th- well, I think if this was an isekai that, you know, as Tyler described it, the title would have been, oh my God, I was reincarnated as a little girl in World War One Japan. How can I work my way to the good life? <laughs> you see Baz's face right now. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> He's like, I'm just going with this shit right now. <laughs> If this was released in 2023, that would have been the title. Isekai titles have gotten off the rails long. Yeah, for sure. It's just the plot is the title. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they could have done, you know, what they did. You know, they start off strong or whatever. Then they introduce magic. And then even at the end of the episode, end of episode one, they could have introduced her past life and showed us how they got here in a quicker way, I think. And, um... And then maybe started the second episode off with, you know, uh, you know, somehow talking to God or whatever. I, I feel like it should have been introduced um, in the first episode. First. OK, if you're if you're going to throw because when I when I watched the second episode, like it almost made me want to stop watching because I was like, what, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, like, what are we doing? You know? I guess if we didn't know it was an isekai from you introducing the show to us, I would have been like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, so true, that true. and that's, that's also um, and I got that in my notes too. Like, if you hadn't warned me there was an isekai and that there was a salary man involved and all that stuff, and you know, kind of the basic plot point of that situation, okay, then I wouldn't have been able to deduce that you know, these characters was who they was. And I'd been like, bro, what am I watching right now? You know? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like that could have been done a whole lot better for the audience um, to retain the viewership, I guess you can say. So okay. smoother. 
Yeah, I feel like if I was watching this weekly when it first released and they pulled that, I'd be really confused. I probably wouldn't have watched it, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't have watched it after episode two um, if they done if I watched it weekly. So I'd been like, nah. For sure. So, but we're yeah. not watching it weekly. We're watching it for the uh, showdown, throwdown. Um, and Bass gave us kind of a heads up. So we was, you know, after the... And I after also the, said this was mid, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, but, <laughs> Literally... You know, what I was about to say after that was I 100% think Bass hit the nail on the head or this is some top tier B shit. Yeah, (laughs) it's just like great B anime. Yeah, so it's it's not going to be perfect, but like it has some elements that I think are fun. I mean, it's got, you know, one of the things I really enjoyed about this episode is, you know, the animation and the fighting scenes or whatever was really good, I thought. And, um, uh, they done it really well. It's very action packed. Um, the dub is pretty good. Like Dan said, I watched uh, a majority of a dub because I didn't really have time to read the, you know, to focus one hundred percent. You know, right? Um, I did watch the subbed, and I thought Tanya's subbed voice was like extremely done to uh, well done as well. Like she, I don't know if y'all had a chance to go through at least a little bit of subbed or not, but yeah. I watched the first two episodes subbed and then said, eh, this is a lot of effort in the switch. Yeah, I don't <laughs> watch hardly anything subbed unless you guys make me. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Weekly, weekly releases. You got to yeah, do that's it. What I, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's when you guys make me. <laughs> um, a couple more things I liked was uh, when, when Tanya was a baby in the new world, she, she looked like baby Ar- Armstrong. <laughs> she did. She had the hair, dude. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So, and uh, I also loved uh, when she was uh, training the people. It gave off like major pain vibes, and I really enjoyed that. So, well, she's a savage, dude. She was yeah. going nuts on them, man. Yeah, I was like, "Am I watching major pain right now?" Oh, <laughs> Tyler, if you keep watching it, just wait till like episode. I think it's five where she starts training her own battalion. Oh, she's dude, a, you at least got to get to that. Like, like you at least got to get to that. She's a shit. savage. It's like one tubby tubby, two oh, tubby tubby. They'd be, they be lucky <laughs> to be called tubby tubby. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I really didn't like about this show mm-hmm. is I did not like the way they animated Tanya. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 she's animated. Dude. She looks like a chibi character. And there's only one character in the entire show besides her who has remotely funny looking eyes. Like, I'm not saying funny looking, but like bubbly eyes. And that's her yeah, right hand yeah, woman. Like anime. Yeah. Victoria. And then everybody else just looks normal. And I'm like, why the fuck does she look so weird? Like, so I think I think they do that because they're trying make her to like look sh- like a child. They make it look like a child. And then her and like you always see as you go through the show a little bit more, you'll see that like not a lot of other people take her like right hand girl too seriously because she is like a goofy person. So they draw, they draw her goofily, goofily. Um, everybody else is super serious. They're all like grown grizzly vets, vets. So they're trying to convey that to you. And that's why they look so different. It just sucks. I, yeah. I mean, it does make sense, but I just, I really liked the way the other characters were animated. Like I thought they all looked really good. And then I had to go look at some chibi looking 12 year old. That's part of the fun, brother. And that's what makes it funny. Giant eyes. And I will nine, say the one, not 12, nine. Nine, Two, sorry, nine. nine. And I will say <laughs> the thing with her that um I guess I enjoyed is because she had such a um 
funny looking face they could really animate her like uh reactions Emotions, to things. yeah yeah so i liked that but i just was looking i'm like what the fuck is this dude <laughs> it, what always gets me is like her lips i don't like how her lips and nose are animated uh you talking about really the, how they're drawn uh, you're talking about not tanya the other one tanya, right no oh, we're talking about, we're talking about both of them we're talking about both of them i don't i don't i don't mind victoria's like animation at all but yeah well, her Tanya's lips like, are you know, animated weird she's got like the upper the upper lip or whatever going on right so yeah but yeah but, but no, i mean I, I, I didn't mind it though you know the and i thought the animation was pretty decent considering uh this was like a not like top tier show you know what i mean so mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, the animation was good overall. It's just like the character design, not the animation. The character design is more what I'm talking about here. That was just kind of off-putting. Um, what did you guys think? I guess, Tyler, what did you think about the opening song? Did you like it? Um, The opening, like, I I was indifferent towards, but the outro, you know, I really enjoyed the outro. Um, uh, Like I said, the opening was, you know, it was all right, but the outro, I think it showed, like, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the outro showed like a lot of reactionary faces of Tanya while there was a pretty good bob going on. So I enjoyed watching that. So very good. Very good. What about you, Dan? Uh, out of the three of the shows we're going to talk about, it's definitely taken the bottom spot. Uh, okay. It's called Jingo Jungle by <laughs> Miss Android. And uh, one thing that really was off putting to me during the opening is they had like Tanya singing. But like it was just her mouth moving up and down, and it didn't look like she was actually singing the song very well. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here, guys? <laughs> but I will say where the show is going, based on where I got, I'm excited to keep watching it. There was I literally had to keep watching it because I was like, this is getting really slow, and I'm getting a little worried. But Tyler, or sorry, Bass said she's a menace, and I haven't seen much of a menace besides the first episode. And then the menace comes out. Yeah, no, it, it gets bad. Like episode six, seven. And then from there, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. I'm excited <laughs> to continue it. But yeah, the devil of the Rhine is what we need. Tanya back at the Capitol reading yeah, books. That's what you want. Yeah. Nah, I don't need that. I don't want to watch anime like, you need, about you need, you need books. the devil of the Rhine. That's what you need. That's what we're here for. We want we want uh, to see her out there with all her black Air Force energy. But did you guys have any questions about it? Um. Yeah. So. You know, they're wearing like the Tanya and like the right hand, um, Victoria, I think y'all said her name was. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like wearing um, necklaces, gym necklaces. And I'm just wondering if they touch on it or not. Um, is that, do they have to wear that shit in order to use magic? Like to channel it? Or yeah, that's can how they, they channel use magic, it without magic. it? So they pretty much channel magic into their equipment. And it gets amplified and put into like mechanical energy. Yeah. And I seen that um, Tanya's was like a bigger spear shape, and um, and you gotta, later you gotta watch like more. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It it hits on it though. I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it goes yeah. through it pretty heavily, actually. I think it's episode four. So. And another thing is like I don't know if they hit on it as well, but um. Why are they fighting with guns so much? Like, is magic that limited in this uh, world? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like I mentioned earlier, um, you need a conduit to use your magical energy. Like Bass said, they convert it to mechanical energy. That I think it's a little more aggressive than that because they're turning like twenty-two I mean, yeah, millimeter like bullets. They turn, 
bullets into bombs and like mortars yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I mean, they, they're pretty much, yeah, you have to put it through something. You can't just say like conjure something and, and hit somebody with it. It has to go yeah. through something. Yeah. Yeah, this uh this world's uh magical uh system is very unique. I don't think I've ever seen um another uh magic system like this before, so honestly. Okay. No, I don't think I have either. I mean I've seen like people who amplify their sword techniques or something like that with magic, but never I'm gonna turn this little twenty two millimeter bullet into a goddamn artillery launch. I've been <laughs> flying with uh, some kind of contraption too. Um, mm-hmm. Like the metal it's weird overall. Like the whole magical system <laughs> in this world. So. I yeah. do. I, I wanna... like it because it doesn't like focus on the magic. The show is really not like the magic is kind of like an afterthought. Uh, that's one thing I do like about it. I'm usually not too concerned with the magic in shows. Like unless it's yeah. like a, a shonen, like an isekai. Like I don't think usually you have it, but it's like. I feel like it can be cheap sometimes. It just I seems did. a lot like very convenient sometimes. Yeah, I did like how they had their magic boot with the box, and that's how they flew. Mm-hmm. But then, like their opponents had like magic metal horses they rode. I was like, this like, shit's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> shit looks so stupid. <laughs> Leave it to the the knockoff Germans to have way cooler looking shit, dude. <laughs> the BMWs. Looking you at looking at you, Adidas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but is that it, boys? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I'll finish it. I'll finish it for sure. So awesome, great, good stuff. Um, uh, I guess we get into me, right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so you know my my choice for uh, Dan and Bass was Haikyuu, and uh, basically it is like a volleyball anime that follows. Uh, Hanada uh, Shoyo, um, which is a small uh, uh, teen who aspires to be the next little giant, which is a legendary spiker, even though he's short of stature. Um, and also, it follows uh, um, Kagiyama, which is a like um, a prodigy setter uh, with um, uh, like. I don't know how to like attitude issues, um, um, high expectations. Uh, it's it's hard to ex- uh, explain it's an attitude problem. I was to say yeah. it's not hard it's to explain. Asshole. He's an yeah. egocentric dick. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking asshole. Yeah. So it basically shows their like dynamic and their journey to become, uh, um, you know, putting Kurosano High School back on the board. You know, because this was a legendary high school back in the day. And the alma mater of the little giant. So um a lot of things happening there. Um I told the boys this was like a uh a, a very good um sports anime and you know one of the best in my opinion and like a top ten, top fifteen show for me. So um but uh yeah. So what'd y'all think about it? So I really enjoyed this. Um, I've only ever really watched like boxing sports shows. And before that, it was Blue Lock. And the thing I liked about this so much more than Blue Lock is you actually feel like you're watching a real team sport. Mm -hmm. Like the way the team interacts and how like, you know, they lift everybody up and like they're always striving to be better. And they really talk about the team dynamic a lot in it. I think I ended up watching like 12, 13 episodes of this (laughs) in the last couple of days because... The problem with it, which is a good problem, is that you get to the end of the episode 
and they leave you at a plot point where you're like, I got to keep watching. I need to keep watching. Like I watched six episodes mm. last night, just chilling. And I got to the end of episode six, which is during a practice match with another high school. And I was like, I, I, I want to keep going, but it's like all <laughs> 30. I, I need to go to bed. So I can't. And I literally watched it during lunch today. I was like, I got to see what's going on with this dude. This is so good. And the bad thing is I'm pretty sure I warned you about that. Uh, on the last episode, uh, uh, you know, I was like, you, you, you're gonna have to watch. You're gonna want to watch the next one. So it just mm-hmm. puts it, it puts it out there like that. So, yeah. what about you, uh, Bass? I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, like every every episode did pull you into the next one. Um, <laughs> I, I had to, uh, unfortunately I had to watch this while I was boxing stuff up. But no, it the characters and how they interact. It was I think pretty realistic. Uh, I played a number of like team sports growing up, and uh, you know. I like how at the beginning it was like the tournament and our two MCs were like playing against each other and it obviously weren't didn't really like each other at all. They were rivals and I've I've been in that situation where it's like okay I met somebody playing AAU basketball but next year I know the guy's going to the same high school as me so we kind of have to figure out how we're gonna fucking practice together because I fucking hate his guts. Um, <laughs> so I've been through this situation with a couple of people um, in high school basketball and it's like it can like it got to the point with me and them was like. I would hardly pass them the ball. Like, even if they were open in practice, like games, yeah, like you kind of have to do what you got to do, but like, you know, I'll run some laps so I don't have to pass it to this fucker. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it was also like the team, you know, you have different types of people on the team. You usually, you know, you need one, one slugger. You need a brute. You need your leader. You need people that are going to be positive around you. And I thought it did a really good job of showing a real team dynamic. Um, so that was my favorite part of it. Um, and I know yeah. y'all was worried. I know, I think you especially was worried about like the pacing. You, you, I think you was asking, um, does it do a better job than blue lock at pacing as far as making it seem like a real, real sports event? I, I hopefully it did it for you. So. Yeah. I don't think pacing is what we were worried about. It was more like when you watch blue lock, it looked like they were running in slow motion. Yeah. But in this, I with, just I mean, summed it up with pacing, you know? It's, yeah. With volleyball being the sport it is, you know, it's not like you're watching people run all the time and they did a really good job taking like, I mean, with uh Shoyo running these crazy routes to get open. I mean, they did a really good job showing how fast he was with mm-hmm. how fast they actually showed him getting open and just spiking the ball in two seconds. Like yeah, to they would show like, his, they would speed. like flash it on the screen, pretty much. Yeah, and that was great. But the problem with Blue Lock that I had was that you would watch somebody run, and they would think for forty-five seconds, and they'd run <laughs> for ten feet, and it was yeah, like, or it, what it, are it we doing here? Like two minutes to get through like a bicycle kick. And like, I mean, you, you don't lose the thinking aspect in this right. anime, though. They just um, do it it's better. still there, so yeah, they just but, do it better. It's more concise. Yeah. Um. And I, I think they also. I think it, I think the sport itself lends to this though, right? So between you have points in volleyball where in a soccer match there's no timeouts like you play for 45 minutes and you stop and you play for 45 minutes. You can stop and have a huddle after every single point in volleyball. So it actually works out really well. Um so I think it's uh, it also has to do with the sport. It's good writing obviously, but I think a lot of the sport just lends to being able to have conversations with your teammates throughout the game. Uh, I think this would also be hard to do with basketball outside of timeouts because you're just 
up and down the court. You can kind of, you know, you can talk during the game. You're obviously talking to her during a basketball game, but I think volleyball, especially because there's so much strategy that goes into it between each point. It worked yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, I know slam dunk is a very popular basketball anyway that I have not seen. Um, but I'd be curious to see how they do it because, yeah. Or even another soccer anime. I think Blue Lock just tried to jump on the Shonen bandwagon with how they wrote and did it versus being more of a sports anime, if that makes sense. I've I've always heard that um, the other soccer anime, uh, Ao Ayashi, I think it's called. I think um, I've always heard that they actually did soccer better. But um, okay. as you know, Blue Lock um, uh, was a popular, I guess, Shonen type um uh, sports anime i think it got a lot of hype you know what i mean so yeah definitely but. one thing i loved later in the show is whenever they were going to play a new team the teams would meet beforehand and it was you could tell there was a lot of tension in the air which i loved like you would see scenes with both teams lined up and you see like tanaka who is like he reminds me of like kuwabara in like the old school fucking yu show days before you know all the team up in the spirit world and all that was just like i want to fucking fight let's get after it yeah. and tanaka mm-hmm. reminded me of that and i was like this is that classic stereotypical japanese goon role and he plays it so well bro you you need one of those on a team i feel like yeah like you need a goon like so like somebody's got to be the goon um you need a crash dummy yeah, but they also did a really good job. While he's the goon, he realizes that by letting Shoyo do the play the decoy, I guess, and get open and do all this kind of stuff, it opens him up for some killer spikes. I mean, and he's, he's like, a good player still, yeah. He's like, I love this. I just get free spikes all day, baby. I look like a hero out here because I'm just standing here next to you and they'll fade the ball to me sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... You know, one thing I really like about this anime is that it um, it shows like all the dynamics of like a sports um, team, especially like jealousy. You know, it shows jealousy in this as well. Um, you know, uh, which I mean, it just it just goes well with everything. So, uh, yeah. did y'all go ahead? Oh, I was gonna see you see that in later episodes when they introduce yeah. the ace of Karasuno who isn't on the team through the first three episodes, but he comes back into it. And Shoyo, who is this, you know, short little scrappy guy watching this towering six foot tall (laughs) stud who can smash spikes, you know, he gets jealous of him and it affects his game. So it's really interesting to see that. I mean, that's something you see in sports all the time. Like who isn't jealous of the the left wing in soccer who can score a million goals, you know? Right. And I also like to show you his first, like, like real scrimmage um in, in high school and like the other players had i mean they played in games they've been in tournaments and show you had really played like a match and like tom blast was really like half a match and like he just pretty much froze up because he was part of a team that like where the other people were as good or better than him so he felt a lot more pressure definitely been in that situation too and i like how they portrayed that like a. Uh, <laughs> I've been on some basketball teams. I'm usually I was usually one of the better like football players growing up, but like basketball teams, like sometimes I just had to hang in there, man. Sometimes I was the second string guy or the third string guy. And it's like I gotta bust my ass when I get on this court. When coach calls my number, I gotta go full out and I'm nervous as shit. <laughs> so uh, that was a good thing to see because like I mean, uh, it's it's you know, it's anime. Like usually there's a lot a lot of glory and dignification going on. You don't usually don't get that side of it as well 
Um, so I'm glad they, they showed it and showed this side of sports. Because you don't want to let down your team. You never no, want to let definitely. down your team. Definitely. And they did a really good job of the team building him up after the fact and like being like, hey, man, this is a team sport. You know, we're here for you and everything else. So I'm really enjoying this. I mean, it's what, 90 something episodes, Tyler? Uh, Yeah, well, 80, I think 80 something. But uh, I forgot to mention, like, I told the boys um that pretty sure you can watch the movies. Like, it's got recap movies for um all the, um basically the covers all the seasons, I think. Um, I haven't really watched it, so I don't know if it, like, does it justice or not. But I prefer, you know, the episodes, obviously, because you get the small, the the, the little details that you're going to miss out, the, the slice of life parts, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, and they've, yeah. Done a good, they've done a good job not making this too slice of life. I mean, the focus yeah. is volleyball. And, like, there's yeah. occasional scenes at the school, but the focus is volleyball. And um, I don't think I'd like it as much if it had too much slice of life. Yeah, it's not meant to be slice of life, though. Like, it's just, I mean, some dynamics, you know, you have to show outside of, you know, the court. You know what I mean? For sure. So Definitely. But yeah, the characters that are introduced later, you know, through the first 10 episodes or so, they add a lot to it. I mean, this is a pretty fleshed out volleyball team by the 10 episodes. And then they go they go fight their rival school from like the old ages. And yeah. uh, it gets pretty intense. I've been really enjoying it. I'm probably going to probably gonna run through this one pretty quick. Yeah, and awesome. um what uh what did what's y'all's thoughts on um like uh Shoyo and um uh Kageyama? What are y'all's opinions on them as characters? Do y'all like them? Hate them? I like the show more than I like the characters, the the two MCs. I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I don't uh, I, I've I yeah. Shoyo kind of annoys me, and I think Kageyama's a fucking asshole. So, I like the that show, gets, though. I really that, like the show. That gets a lot better because they start playing together a lot more and, you know, really focusing on each other's strengths and playing together. And Kageyama, while he is a dick, he's also a dick with meaning and, like, trying to push uh, Shoyo to be a better player and be like, you did this wrong, this is how you should do it. And, like, they end up helping each other a lot, which is really cool. That's good. Yeah, that that uh, early um uh, dynamic between them, where they are at each other's throats a lot, that is kind of like Naruto and Sasuke. It, it kind of gets better as time goes, and they actually learn to um uh, uh work together. Mm-hmm. Very like it changes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's a better, smoother um thing, and you know, and then sometimes they have hiccups where sometimes you know days you know, happen and it's just like, you know, it's old old times again, you know? And I mean that happens in real life too though. So Yeah. The, I will say the one I don't really want to call it a dislike, but the art style was kind of throwing me off a little bit there. Like the way Shoyo's eyes look, he looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean I really I really didn't uh see anything like that, but I, Dude, I don't homie, know. homie has four inches between his eyes, man. <laughs> like it's just wide. <laughs> <laughs> but I've gotten past that obviously and I've watched twelve episodes. But yeah, I really enjoy it. And uh I love the opening. The opening song. Uh Imagination by Spire. Like I've heard the song a million times because it's in like all the anime like anime hits playlists on Spotify. But uh, I don't think I skipped it once. I just listened. I didn't watch it, but I just listened to the opening. Like, this song's such a fucking banger. <laughs> so very good. Uh, Haikyuu actually does really good um, openings. Like they they have like several bangers. Um, I'm not sure. 
love a banger opening. I can't think opening. of this okay. one off the top of my head that you're talking about, but uh, their more popular one is Fly High. So, okay, uh, which I guess you haven't seen yet. So, I but, definitely have not. Uh, when you when you hear it, you you've probably heard it before. So, in some of the anime playlists or whatever. So you'll be definitely. like, oh, that's from this. So, but oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, definitely so gonna keep watching it. So. Good Rick. Love it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Haikyuu, bro. Peak. Peak sports. Okay, the second sentence fixed it. I was like, I don't know if I'm calling it peak, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's both, bro. <laughs> well, do you guys want to get let me uh get into Code Geass, Lelouch of the Revel- Rebellion? Yeah. Awesome. So just a quick overview again of the plot. Uh it takes place alternate universe 2010. Uh, the Holy Empire of Britannia is slowly taking over the entire world. Uh, the story starts by following a high school student at, I think it's Ashford Academy, Lelouch Lamparoge. And just kind of it goes into his exploits as he basically it says that he is the son of the emperor of the Britannian Empire, Lelouch v. Britannia. And he leads a rebellion against his father's empire because he's a petty ass son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> easy enough so uh i mean what'd you guys think of the show in the first few episodes um i don't know if you guys watched the episode wise or if you just watched one of the movies but uh, I, watched I, I watched a few of the episodes yeah yeah okay. um basically like i really enjoyed that that fights was like um mostly strategy based not just like brute string for like fancy gadgets you know mm-hmm. that it's it, it could have done that, you know, and it would have been, I guess, justified for doing that, especially when you're talking about mechas and, you know, stuff like that. But um, I really enjoyed that it. it was strategy based and, you know, it was kind of him, you know, giving directions and stuff like that. So uh, but um, one of the things that I really don't like um, and it's not that like I hate it. But it's whenever politics gets introduced in the anime because then it gets confusing for me. Like I got to think about it a little bit more because um, it, it seems like a lot of stuff going on when politics get introduced and it does get introduced into this uh, show, right? So it's talking about like the war and all that stuff, Japan, mm-hmm. uh, Area 11, all that stuff. And sure. especially early on in the show, like... It, it can make you get lost sometimes, you know? So I yeah. thought and it and wasn't this, too heavy on the politics. Like, yeah, uh, it, it really wasn't, but, um, yeah, like this compared to like Gundam is, is it's night and day. <laughs> yeah. I was going to um, say, don't watch, go, don't yeah, go. I was watch about Gundam, to say you, you like, did not have a fun time with Gundam. <laughs> well, I mean, even in but, the one that I did watch iron blooded orphan orphans, mm-hmm. um, you know, the politics stuff lost me. You know, in that in that short um, amount of time that I did watch that, like oh, it, it, that I got was, lost in the politics too. That was super that light was as well. light work. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was super light. Martian um, independence I, done. I, yeah, I just I like Gundam. I like the politics. I think it like makes it more three D. Like yeah. it adds a lot of like um, more yeah. stakes to everything that happens. Like with them, you know, getting their name changed to Elevens and whatnot. Like. Yeah, like you know, they they fucking hate the Britannians, like, and like every time they get called eleven, or you like notice when somebody calls themselves Japanese, or when 
a Britannian call somebody Japanese. Like it just creates a lot more, like many more dynamics with just simple word use. Like you have a lot, you you can you can be more creative with your writing that way. It can be really simple, but mean a lot at the same time. So I like politics. I always enjoyed it, enjoyed it in like meccas. Um, but this one, I thought the fight scenes were, like you said, Tyler, done really well. Yeah. Um, with how strategic they were, I thought like Lelouch's. I mean, I only watched like maybe four or five episodes, but I, I thought Lelouch's like power was a little gimmicky. Um, maybe six or seven. <laughs> Don't remember. I watched this last week. <laughs> uh, but I thought it was a little gimmicky, but it was cool how he's like slowly figuring it out at the same time. Um, so I could see how he, you know, starts to use it in a lot of different ways after a while. So and overall, really cool. Talking about uh, Lelouch's, I, I, I enjoy, I really like that it's not super OP, even though it is OP, but he can only use it once per person. And which means that, he has to think about when and what to use it on um, in the, in, you know, the show, unless it opens up later where he can, he figures out a way to do it or something uh, more than once. But mm-hmm. I, I really like that aspect. So um, I, I like that they kind of, you know, capped it, you know what I mean? To not like super, super, super OP. It's just OP, you know? Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, I think him only being able to use it once, it brings a lot more strategy to it, as you said. But it also yeah. takes it from being like an ass pull to more of a grounded power. I mean, it's still pretty broken, but because he can only use it once, it's not like he can just go tell everybody to, you know, destroy the world for him over and over yeah. and over again. So Exactly, yeah. And I think it's important for, like, yeah, powers like that to have, like, to be grounded in some way, to be limited. But the limit, the limitation, because the limitations create stakes. So, and um, fucking awesome. <laughs> talking about one of the things I didn't like as well, um, the gunshot sounds. It, it threw me off, bro. <laughs> uh, I didn't even notice. I didn't so, even notice. What did they sound so like? In the first couple episodes, every time a gunshot would sound, it wouldn't be a gunshot sound. It would be like a like a splat. Like a like a toy gun splat or something, you know. The the sound of like brain matter hitting the wall. No, it wasn't even that. Like y'all y'all go back and listen to this shit. Um, like when he shoots, um, when he shoots, uh, old friend or whatever, um, childhood friend. Like mm, you hear exactly. it for a split second, and then again when you um, uh, they shoot um. They shoot the gun a couple times in one section, like two or three shots, and it just like it just it's just a weird sounding shot. It's not a gunshot. It's like some kind of like like that or something like that. Like I don't even know, man. Who stepped on a duck? Like I'll have to go listen to it because I don't remember that at all. But um, definitely, y'all y'all should listen to it. Like I, the first time it happened when he shot uh when he shot um. Who who'd you say it was? Uh, uh, You're talking about friend? when the Britannian uh, shot him in the leader stomach or whatever side or whatever. Zaku, right? And then the scene where he uses the Gias and basically commands them all to kill himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two scenes. So the first scene, I, I barely noticed. I was like, wait, what was that sound? And I just didn't look at it no more. And then when he ordered them to kill themselves and they all put the guns up to their head or whatever, 
um the the gunshots was not gunshots it was like a weird splat like duck i think sound. that was supposed to sound like splats though because they got they got well it's not a, it's I'm, brain matter yeah no but they're see, talking I'm, about they're, they're, they're before themselves i'm describing That's it great. as a splat sound but it sounded more like a like a duck like a squeaky duck or something like y'all just have to go back and listen to it <laughs> you y'all, y'all will Y'all were hundred yeah, percent understand what I'm I'll, talking I'll about. You, when, might, uh, you might want to get your headphones checked because I no. I, I focused audio a lot Oof. on anime and I didn't notice this, but I think in this specific go, scene, bro, I, go back. You're, you're more lost in the gravity of the scene that you're not worried about the no, sound I, of a gunshot. You're worried about the fact that he just commanded thirty people to blow their fucking brains out. Well, I, I understood that. And then when it happened, I was like, bro, did that just, did, did that just make that sound? Like, I don't know. It, I, I'm just weird, I guess. I'm but y'all should definitely go back and look at it and see what the hell I'm talking about. And y'all will, y'all will know exactly what I'm talking about. So okay. I'm going to start getting really nitpicky, you know. if really if nitpicky if it, if on Tyler's, uh, Tyler's, uh, yeah, he's been tearing up no, it's, it's not even nah, that. Don't, don't, just, don't, uh, nah, don't stand on that. Stand on that. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like it's just weird. Like, and the the funny thing is, is like um for another gunshot, there was another gunshot later on that actually sounded like a gunshot. Um, when I think when he shot um the uh, the prince, maybe or something like that. Like, it's so not. Then you the, don't think they made the squishy sounds of their necks not on purpose? Well, it's not the. Like y'all thinking that it's like um the splatter sound of brain matter or whatever, but it's not that. It's more like a like like it's just a weird sound that happens when they pull like the the signal a trigger pull and okay. the gunshot sound. So that's what it is. Right. So y'all y'all just have to go y'all just have to go back and listen to it. It could okay. be something too with like Japanese laws of censorship and guns. I don't know. I mean, but, I have to go back and listen to it because. But then again, I, like I said, it was weird because they literally done a gunshot sound for another gunshot episode. So, okay, it was just it was just yeah, super weird that they done both of them, you know. So, but, but yeah, I I mean I didn't really like hate it, but like it it just it was noticeable, and I was like, that's weird, bro. So. You definitely didn't like it, like it enough to talk about it for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all was confused. I had to. I, I'm not crazy, bro. I'm not crazy. <laughs> well, getting off the gunshot noises, we're gonna have to go pee for this. Uh, what do you guys think about Lelouch as a main character? Uh, fast. Um, I, I mean, I thought he was solid. Um, I haven't seen too much of him yet, but. Definitely some potential there. He obviously seems very, very smart. Um, I've seen him on a lot of like one of the smartest MCs. Like I, I think I would have to watch more of the show to see that he hasn't done anything too crazy. I mean, he won a battle. Is is well, almost won a battle uh, um, during the episodes I watched. Obviously, very good at chess. Um, I know some dumb people that are good at chess. Um, <laughs> I was in the chess club for for in middle school when and uh, grew up playing chess. I know some dumb people that are good at chess, so that never like impresses me. It's not a signification of a of a intellect to me. Um, but I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to set him up to be smart because he's good at chess. Um, 
But yeah, I thought he was solid. I thought he was really solid. I think there's a lot of potential there, for sure. I want to see why people say he's one of the smartest, if not the smartest, MC of all time in anime. Uh, so I'm definitely going to probably definitely going to keep watching this and kind of seeing where he goes, how he develops. Yeah, I mean, when this first released, it was around the same time as Death Note, so he got a lot of comparisons to Light for intellect. So that's yeah, that's saying a lot, right there, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I thought that he seemed like a somewhat of a madman, honestly. Like he he gave off like the madman, the madman vibe. So, uh, I definitely understand that. Um, because like he. Like the one of the first things he does with his power to, is tell all those people to kill themselves and like doesn't flinch afterwards. Like, bro, you just like had like 20 guys kill themselves on your word. Like, Dude, what are look, you on right now? The look like, on his face. Just, he's a madman. There's no doubt in my mind. He is yeah, a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, he does like the, 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 um, um, the laughs, you know, the maniacal laughs and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it fits the bill. So I'm shipping it, you know what I mean? So um <laughs> I, I <laughs> this love dude may be yeah. the good guy, but like he's he's definitely I don't know. Either he's uh, not a good guy. He's definitely not a good guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it seems like he's he's made out to be like the hero, I guess. Is that correct? So or like, or, or does it get confusing like that? I think he's just the protagonist. Yeah, he's the main character. It's it's kind of like Death Note again, where it's more of an anti-hero vibe, where okay. he's you know taking down an empire, or he's doing this, or he's doing that. But I mean, there's there's a lot to it. It's like I said when I introduced this to you guys last week. I said the moral gray area is very strong in this, and I also said that I'm trying to think of the words I used. Like, there's not really any good guys or bad guys. It's okay. just yeah, I remember you follow that. it. And I also mentioned that the plot is very plot heavy. You need to follow it. Like it's not yeah. what you can watch in the background. Um so you know, with uh talking about Lelouch and like the politics aspect of it, um I I I figured out that I guess he's a Britannia citizen, obviously. Um he goes to school in Britannia. Um, but he hates Britannia, is that correct? Did so I he- he doesn't go to school in Britannia. He goes to school in Japan. Um, oh. He is basically, I think they got into it in the first three episodes with his, the whole situation with his mother. Yep. Uh, did they? Yeah. So they his, had the first three, it might've taken like four or five. I don't, I don't think they did uh, introduce his mom um, in the first three. His mom doesn't get introduced. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she dead. Yeah, <laughs> she's well, introduced they, to the staircase where they find her body. I don't think they got into the story in the first three. I think okay. that um, you know, they killed the uh, pr- or act like they killed the prince or whatever, and mm-hmm. he said, and it kind of sh- it, sh- it showed her some. I think maybe that was uh, what's happening in episode. Well, they four. went over it. They went over it when he killed the prince. Yeah, he asked, do you know, like, he used his That was exactly ask. what he was talking about. It was when he killed the prince. He asked, you know, who killed my, which one of you motherfuckers killed my mom? Did he? Yeah, 100%. So basically, well, they didn't really show him kill the prince, though, at that time, did they? They just, like, went to the sky or whatever, like, overlooked it. That's and the loud so, gunshot you heard. And then the next okay. episode is a giant funeral. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think, but I didn't watch the funeral. Yeah. I don't think so. So just, but yeah, just it was the, explained in that episode. Pretty much. Yeah, just basically to fill you in on what like you you might have missed. Um, so Lelouch is uh V Britannia. He says in the first episode, "I Lelouch V Britannia," which means he is the son of the emperor of the Britannian Empire. Basically, it, it's you know classic old school uh oligarchy things where you know the king bangs a bunch of broads and has a bunch of kids. Yeah, I, I got that part. They they did say that um that um his mom was a commoner um or something like that. They and he had the same dad as the prince or whatever, and they thought that he died in the Area Eleven takeover, I think, or something like that. Yeah, so, so. he got exiled for questioning the king about his mother's death, which is how he ended up in or in Japan. And because of his mother's death, he wants to take revenge on the emperor and the entire Britannian Empire. So that's what his motive is. Uh That and he wants to protect his sister and give her a good life because she was also exiled. The little girl in the wheelchair. Okay. Yeah, Um, it's tough. It's it's one of those shows where you have to really follow like along on the plot. Like you can't just like put it on. You have to be watching this. I I think I started it twice last week because I was like, like I said, I've been trying to pack i've been doing this for like the last two you know week and a half at this point um so like i was like packing i was like no i actually have to sit down and fucking watch this and so i would have to wait until i got done packing for the day and like spend the last hour of my day watching this so you you have to sit down yeah because there's a lot going on that might have been where i messed up because i watched the first episode subbed and um i thought it was pretty good and i watched the last two dubbed and like the last episode i was trying to multitask while watching it so that's probably why yeah, i missed you, some you, details so yeah, you, you can't, yeah i don't think this is an anime where you can do that yeah yeah you might yeah, want to read the subtitles <laughs> yeah and uh uh i think the you know dubbed version or whatever i think it needs the subtitles on too because uh some like it's it's hard to understand sometimes what they're saying i think yeah, I mean, I Maybe. I watch all TV with subtitles at this point because I'm too yeah. lazy to turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do too, mostly. Um, but you know, not this time. It was on my phone, so I was like I said, I was watching outside. It was a pretty day, so. <laughs> the man's the man's gonna start watching the shows on his TV. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I usually do, so um, but not today. But uh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, guess, what'd you guys think of the opening song? Because this one's a fucking heater. I don't remember it. I'm gonna be honest with you. You gotta go listen to it, dude. Collars. Um, I remember. Like I don't really remember it either, but I remember um, that it was better than uh, Tanya's um, opening. So, um, cause I I didn't really like like it was Tanya's opening was kind of like decent, but it wasn't like like. You know, Crunchyroll on the app, the mobile app, it has the skip intro option now, and I skipped intro every time mm-hmm. on Tanya after the first time. So, okay. I, I I skipped the Tanya intros at this point too, but <laughs> I will not skip I, this I skip intro. All, I skip all intros. <laughs> I won't. I won't skip this intro, and I won't skip hot cues because they are both grade A fucking prime Angus beef boys. They're like they're two hot. minutes of your day though. Damn, I got all the time in the world, dude. I just told you I watched. 12 episodes of Haikyuu and 7 episodes of Saga of Tanya. That's 15 minutes. 
Damn. Hey man, I'm sitting on my couch, and for me to go grab my remote and hit the next button's a lot of effort. <laughs> I usually use that time to peep the socials and roll through it while the song's going, just bopping. Damn. Okay. But awesome. You guys want to get to our next segment? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh-oh. Perfect. Yeah, I don't think we watched enough of any of the shows to give real ratings yet. So. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, let's see. Okay, we got pick our favorite pet from anime, and this week, basically all of the DJs have pets that you know they love. So we kind of wondered who would our anime pet of choice be. So today we're sharing some of the best pets of anime you could ask for, and I guess we're gonna start out with Dan. Let's do it. So um, I chose an actual pet here. Uh, some of my uh, my my co-hosts here decided to take <laughs> characters who might be an animal and turn them into a pet. <laughs> Damn. So oh, I picked, wow. I'm watching Gintama right now, and I picked Sadaharu, who is a giant, white, fluffy, fucking adorable dog. When I say giant, if you haven't seen the anime, I don't think you understand how big he actually is. He is five foot seven sitting down. Okay. It weighs 661 pounds. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to put that uh, into uh, metric for all my folks uh, across the pond and over wherever mm-hmm. you are, 170 centimeters tall sitting on its ass and 300 kilograms. This is a big fucking dog. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. That's I literally. Scary. I, hey, man, he's adorable. And uh, my one big concern is I'm really worried about how much dog food is going to cost because (laughs) that's a big bitch. That's a big fucking dog. I might just have to buy him a cow (laughs) and feed him him steaks to get through. I mean, at this point, is he a bear, bro? He's the size of a bear. He's huge. These guys haven't watched Gintama yet, so I put pictures in our notes to show how big he is. <laughs> and he doesn't look like a dog, bro. I ain't gonna lie. He looks uh he looks like a cat. He's yeah. a big fluffy <laughs> he dog, looks, dude. He looks that, like, that a looks cat. like a fucking cat, dog. He doesn't even have yeah, that's no, a cat. Like he's literally dancing with this chick. It looks like. He's trying to look, fight her. Look at his eyebrows. <laughs> this shit, no wonder Gintama is so funny. You get you get to look at shit like this. So <laughs> damn dude you just made a lot of enemies with that comment <laughs> but uh so some of the perks is i get to ride him around like kagura does i mean i think a 600 pound mm-hmm. dog can take me for a little ride around the uh ride should around the neighborhood to. should be you know to. way better than walking him i can just go for a stroll and if he's got to take a take a dump ski i can just pull over let him do his thing <laughs> I can't. I don't think I'm picking that dump up, so I feel bad for my neighbors. But I can get back on him and get Killing out of there all quick. The trees. I don't think anybody's gonna mess with you, bro, with a dog that big. <laughs> I wouldn't have much to say, dude. I mean, if they do try and mess with me, uh, old boy Sadahari was just gonna chomp in their head. Uh, one of the like the going bits of this show is that so Sadahari is Kagura's dog, who is uh, one of the people who works at Odd Jobs. And he just bites Gintama's head all the time, and you just see blood come down Gintoki's <laughs> face over and over and over again. It is hilarious. But, uh, you know, he's incredibly loyal. He's super fucking smart. You know, normal dog shit. Um, 
I'm not going to say the next thing on my notes because we haven't talked about it yet, but uh, he can also turn into a giant monster. So I'm kind of scared about that. There was a scene where he drinks strawberry milk and he blows through the roof of the odd jobs uh, house where they live. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot to get him out of his monster mode. So I will not be giving him strawberry milk. But why if somebody strawberry milk, that's what it took, dude. That's what it took. I can't tell you why. That's just Gintama, man. I mean, you give me some strawberry milk, and I'm happy for at least a couple hours. And <laughs> Toki loves his sweets, and strawberry milk is one of them. Okay. But if somebody gets on my bad side, I might drop my dog off and give him a bowl of strawberry milk to run, run fucking hell on his on their lives. You know, might be a good good thing to have a dog for. That's assault, brother. <laughs> uh, he broke off his leash, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Somebody wants to put some strawberry milk out there. Not my problem. <laughs> it is your problem, though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really your problem. <laughs> That's, it's not my dog. He just lives in my house. Oh boy. Oh damn. Okay. You think you think I can tell this guy no? He's six hundred pounds. He just does what he wants. <laughs> tell that to police, bro. Animal safety is gonna be like, we have a tranquilizer for that. Yeah, good luck, dude. This is a god dog. He's he, it comes out later that he is literally a god. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But he's still a dog and he's still a pet, and I love him. So that's I pick Sadaharu. Very nice, very nice. Well, uh, I'll go next. I think uh, Dan was calling me out a little earlier uh, <laughs> because I just went with you know a useful animal here. Really, it's not uh, a pet. Oh, no, I mean, any, any, any no, animal. Not. Literally everybody in the One Piece world thinks Tony Tony Chopper's a pet, so I'm a real old with it. A goddamn doctor. When Two-Piece, when the Two-Piece came into after the time skip, they literally called him the pet. Well, that's why his bounty is only like 100 berries, because they think he's a pet. They yeah, love it's cotton a candy. running joke. It's a running joke. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking doctor. pet. But we know. Give me a, give we me a know. break, Dave. But we know. Yeah, I know he's going to be my doctor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can, um, work on your, he can work on your animals too, bro. Like dude, He knows what's up. Veterinarian, uh, doctor. You know, like, the only thing I'm really worried about is like putting him through medical school. But we're, you know, all three of us are, are American, so we know those uh, medical bills can, you know, get up there. So I think in the long run, <laughs> I think in the long run, um, putting Chopper through medical school is going to be worth it. Um, after a while, if he's, you know, we know he's going to be one of the best. So we'll open up our own practice, make I a mean, bunch we, of money. You we could make saying? it kind of OP for you, though. We could just say that he has all of his skills with him. I need him to get licensed so we can make money. Oh, nah, okay. dude. You run that back alley bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, You're good. True. You're good to go. You just work on the gangsters. I don't I don't want to go to jail and I don't want to work with gangsters. <laughs> I'm a law-abiding citizen. Oh, what's, the, what's the percentage of actually getting caught though? You know? Probably not that high, right? Too high for me. I got a lot to lose, bro. <laughs> I think at this point, I got dude, a you nice just... quiet life. <laughs> you think I want to be running around with Tony Yayo? Fucking Scarface? <laughs> the fuck? I, kinda. I can no. see it. I can no. see it. No. I can see it. I can see it. I am a law-abiding citizen. I tell. I tell. <laughs> I'm snitching. <laughs> um. This was. Yeah. 
this is so much money i'd be so rich and like he take care of the community and like what i would love though is like i know old tony tony chopper ain't overcharging for the services you know what i'm saying so yeah i think we get even more business that way uh and i honestly do love chopper he he's he's the boy he's the he's the boy so. I would I would love to come home from work and to see Chopper with two chopsticks in his fucking nose and his mouth doing that little dance. Wouldn't that be great? But you know, I I was actually like that ass like gonna make a joke about picking Tony Tony Chopper, and then I saw Bass actually picked him, and I had in my in in my little notes that yes. I had, yes. I literally had I don't need some get rich quick doctor scheme. Just give me a big old giant dog god, dude. I'm good. Nah, dog. We trying to get rich, rich. Oh, that's not a pet. That's a business partner, my friend. <laughs> oh, so I, you know, I got, I got to complain about the get rich quick thing. Dave Bass has thinks thinks he's got going on. It's Chopper, not get rich quick. I'm listen, putting him through fucking medical school. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna get rich quick. Listen, he's listen. gonna get a full ride to Harvard because he's a fucking reindeer. You don't gotta pay shit. Get rich quick. It's gonna take years and years. Oh. This dynamic that Bass is going to have is literally going to be like Reagan and Mob from Mob Psycho. Because you're going to use the shit out of Tony Tony Chopper's no, goddamn pyramid scheme. Yeah. No, oh, not. So the thing is, the thing that I'm getting to you, right you, now is you become Chopper, what you hate, brother. Hold on. Hold on. No, listen, no, listen, no. Listen. You go, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Chopper, Chopper is not going to, you know, damn well, Chopper is not going to charge for his services. He's going to be doing it for free. So that means you're going to have to act like Reagan and get your money under the table behind Chopper's back. If he wants to do it for free, that's fine. I don't really but care you're not about the money no part. Money out of that. I don't you're... care. Like it's not that's not that important. <laughs> then I have free health care for life. What the yeah, fuck? I mean, that's a win. Yeah, that that's definitely a win. I, I I'm just saying the, your the, business the, 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 scheme the, the, that you're the, talking about is out the window unless you unless you're fine. like Reagan. I I, I, be, I believe the words you used were we could rake in that sweet sweet cheddar <laughs> and start a private practice. That <laughs> <laughs> is the notes. <laughs> are you are you gonna be Reagan, bro? That's Dude, what I want to know. I'll, I'll, I'll if, he, if he doesn't want to, if he doesn't want to uh, charge for his services, that's fine. But that's you like know a, he's not going to though. You know yeah, he's not. Then that's fine. I'm not gonna force him to do it. You're gonna That'd let your pet. Up. You're gonna let your pet make a decision for you, dude. I'm gonna tell my dog no, to go he's sit making down. a decision for himself. My, my, it's a, it's a pet. They don't do that, dude. All they want to do is eat shit and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and work on no, pictures bro. <laughs> the man picked an animal who ate the human human fruit and it, Pete is going to have a field day with this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> nah bro we gonna be good we gonna be good <laughs> oh my god Tyler you want to get us going on yours oh, before we, we no. just poke more holes in Bass's big plans here <laughs> What? I, I just want a doctor, bro. I just want a doctor. I mean, that's solid, you know. Um, you know, actually, um, before he picked it, I was thinking about Tony Tony Chopper. I was like, damn, he's a good pet, you know. <laughs> like, he, like he, what else better pet you gonna have? You know, My, you don't even have to. Like, I, I mean, hate going to the doctor, bro, see, like, and I, I won't even have to go to the doctor no more. And, and that's what I'm saying. So the, the money part is like an extra. Like, I I pay like two hundred and something dollars a month in healthcare. And I just wouldn't need to for the rest of my life. Come on. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. He can make up his own like uh, concoctions too, Dude. you know? 
in my state, health insurance is mandatory, and I just don't have any idea how I would go to the, the state and be like, hey, yo, I got a doctor. He's a reindeer. I don't need health insurance. Yeah. Fill that out it's on your not tax mandatory. Form. It's not a mandatory mod. So I'd be filling good. Out, filling out my fucking tax forms with just fucking reindeer stamps. That sounds like a mass problem. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kentucky's the same way. We got we have to have insurance too. So oh, we don't here. I well, was just that's a y'all's problem, not a me yeah. problem. <laughs> Damn, I was just fucking like, laughing. No I wonder y'all like, didn't pick him as a as a pet. No, it makes sense now. I just didn't think it was right to consider somebody who has some sort of cognitive cognitive intelligence enough to be a doctor and call them a pet and not a friend, regardless of. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell He's acting like me now. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. doing what I want, you know. So uh, for Tyler's pet, he actually <laughs> decided to choose a uh, Minato from Naruto. <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I was gonna bring that up, but you know, <laughs> I didn't. We should do it. And and the thing is, you know, I, I y'all should be proud of me. This is another segment that I stayed away from Naruto. I, I there was there was a slight chance that I was gonna pick Karama. A slight chance. That's not a pet. That's and a demon. I'm making it a pet. I was gonna make it a pet. You know, it, it is it is controlled by me. You know, therefore it is a pet. It's an animal. It's a fox. Like I thought you would pick Akamaru, like the ninja dog. Shit. Krama over Akamaru. The key part of the definition of pet is able to be tamed. <laughs> hey, remember what Bastion said? I do what I, I could want. definitely if if I if I really <laughs> needed to, I definitely could tame Chopper. You could not it'd tame. Be, it'd, be, it'd be fucked up, but hey, I could do it. You could not tame Karama, bro. Karama was putting you in a body bag. I can tame no Karama. Well, all of Kentucky, Ohio. You are. All of, all of <laughs> I got a on my shoulder, bro. No, you don't. All <laughs> of Kentucky, all of Ohio, all of the surrounding, the tri-state area would just be gone because this fucking guy thought he could tame the Nine Tails Fox. I can. I will prove it eventually. I'm just seeing the sharring gun in his eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I stayed away from Naruto this time, even though I really, really wanted to pick Karama, you know, just because, you know, why not? Why why can't I pick Karama? But I didn't. So, um, and, um, but instead I picked one of my childhood favorites, you know, Pikachu, man. Pikachu is just a, such a good, you know, uh, pet, you know, he, he served as well. Tool, tool for war. <laughs> What I said, tool for war, not a uh, pet. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, isn't isn't all the things that we picking like? And if it's an anime pet, then there's more than likely it can be exploited for war, though. You know what I mean? So I picked a big ass fluffy dog, dude. <laughs> it bites people on the head. It yeah, could definitely you, be you, used you, for war. Yeah, you. That's you comedy. Talk about threading. That's comedy. <laughs> yeah, you oh, did. I got it in my back pocket, but I'm not gonna do it. Tool of woe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Basically, you know, if y'all know, if y'all know me, um. Uh. 
Pikachu was one of my favorite things, uh, favorite things growing up. Um, you know, Pokemon Yellow was my favorite Pokemon game and probably one of my favorite games of my childhood just because I got to have Pikachu. Um, you know, it could protect me if I needed to. Uh, it can be cute like a puppy, all that good stuff. Like, it's just it's just a win-win for me. Like, what? who wouldn't want, you know, a little uh, thing... Who wouldn't want a little? My dogs are like going crazy. So no, you're good, man. Who wouldn't want like a little yellow? Who wouldn't want like a little yellow mouse? <laughs> so dogs, hard, dude, these dogs are really getting after him right now, dude. That mute button. That mute button is beating Tyler's ass right now. Yeah. So who wouldn't want a little yellow, uh, like a mouse? Creature, I don't even know what you really call Pikachu. I guess I don't a mouse typically ride? let it, it, it's a mouse, it's, and it's, I don't typically let rodents in the house. So it's an electric mouse, is the exact definition. Yeah, so it's dangerous, isn't like a normal mouse. You know, this is Pikachu, bro. Okay, so here's my real question though: Is this Ash's Pikachu, or is this just some random Pikachu out of the forest? Some low it's Ash's out the Pikachu. Woods. What do you mean? Okay. Bro? Oh, okay. You're dead. You're yeah. dead instantly. No. Oh, you're walking I, around I with rubber gloves for like three quarters of your life, bro. Pikachu ain't gonna respect that. <laughs> but you know, all that you gotta do is watch out for them thunderstrikes, bro. And that's all and, you, you know. Do. I'm him, bro. Like I, I've dealt with Minato <laughs> all my life. Like I can deal with Pikachu. <laughs> this man's head cannon is fucking wild, folks. <laughs> Do you not remember like there's there like do you not remember the first episode of Pokemon where Ashley grabs a Pikachu and gets shocked to death? I, I, made, I made a whole I there, there was a whole thing that I did there's, about it. There's you a whole survive the, the whole anime theory that Ash is in a coma because he got struck by a thunderbolt and died like or, or basically died that like that would be you. That, that would be you. He was in a coma for the rest of his life. Look, I would enjoy my time with Pikachu for as long as I could. My, my one bike ride to Vermilion or Viridian City. <laughs> Here well, see, see, the thing is, is though, uh, you know, with Ash, he was, you know, trying to be a trainer. I ain't trying to do that. I was trying to chill on the couch and pet my little Pikachu. You Pikachu know, ain't got to respect oh, you, bro. Okay. That Pikachu is spicy. <laughs> no, you need look, more of I can nature. tame it. If I can tame Karama, I can tame Pikachu. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) (laughs) I want some of what, like, I want whatever drugs Tyler takes before we start doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Homie is out here like Gojo right now, like, I am the honored one. I am immortal. (laughs) I alone am the honored one. So, but like, literally, I'm literally fighting, I'm fighting two dogs underneath my desk while i'm while i'm having a full-blown conversation with y'all i can tame this pikachu bro don't it doubt sounds, me it sounds like your dogs aren't tamed right now right now they're mashing your mute button <laughs> <laughs> so here is here's my alternate pick for you so you want an adorable little rodent oh, I, I got alternate picks but you, okay. you go did you guys ever watch ham taro as kids no Okay, this was an adorable anime that was on. Was it, that it, anime? Was Hamtaro anime? Hamtaro is anime, dude. Oh, fudge. I almost picked Hamtaro. <laughs> I was so fucking close to having a bunch of rodents that went on crazy adventures in my house when I was at work. 
because mm-hmm. I wanted to put cameras out and just watch the hilarity ensue. <laughs> <laughs> so Ham Taro is this adorable little hamster who leads his hamster friends on hamster adventures, and it's fucking awesome. That's what you need. This is what you need. You don't need an electric mouse who is going to put you in a coma where you think you are the greatest trainer in the world when you're actually lying in a hospital bed. <laughs> but does it say Pika Pika? Nah, Hamtaro speaks, dude, in hamster, but they translate it for us. <laughs> I don't want it. It will say Pika. So but what yeah. are you going to do with the Pikachu? You're just going to pet it? And get shot. Yeah, I'm gonna do Pikachu things. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you like, gonna what, do? Attack other animals? <laughs> Charge your, you gotta buy a Tesla and just have your Pikachu shock it to get going. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't worry about what I do with my Pikachu. Just know I'm gonna be living my best life. Okay. Pause. Oro? 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 Hey yo. Oh yeah, my god. Um, <laughs> but you know, let, let's let's you know the thing is, you know, I was gonna pick Karama to kind of be, you know, uh wild with it, you know. But a I degenerate. Didn't. You were gonna be so, fitting the bill, you're gonna be a degenerate and pick uh, Karama. So my my number one pick besides Pikachu, but it, I couldn't choose it because it's not really an anime, was Appa. That would be very useful, bro. Um, from Avatar: The Last Air- Airbender. Yeah, no shit. Everybody Who wouldn't want a flying bison, bro? Like Dude. that shit would be wild. You would need a pretty big barn because Appa stinks. I mean, I, I got I got the art, bro. Like, <laughs> like you can just stay in my like. I don't I don't care. I got I got I'll I got land so. for Appa. Yeah, <laughs> I got a cornfield in my backyard too. So, I mean, we're set, bro. But, you know, since it wasn't technically an anime, I didn't pick it. Um, so, even though I really wanted to, I mean, it's very useful, so... Uh, I mean, if you watch Avatar in Japanese, it's basically an anime, right? I, I never did watch it in Japanese, though, so... I, I, I kind of want to hear the Japanese version of it, so... Imagine turning on Avatar... Putting in ab- Japanese and turning on the subtitles. <laughs> That's a good argument, though. It is is Avatar an anime if you put it in Japanese subbed? It is the closest fucking thing to an anime that ever came out of a Nickelodeon studio. That's what I'll say. Yeah, that's fair. You, you know who I thought Bass was going to pick before he picked Tony Tony Chopper? I really thought he was going to pick Ayn. I could have seen that. Would be Bob. It's a cute really corgi. Yeah, bro. I really thought you was gonna pick Ein. I was like, this man, a, a def- this man a, a, picked a, a, Ed. A dog with bad hips for it. Well, you picked <laughs> Ed a couple, a couple uh, episodes ago for uh, I don't even know what segment we did. So I was like, this man's Ooh. gonna go back and pick Ein probably. I picked Ein for something. No, Ed. 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 Eddie. Yeah. Edward. Ed. Ed. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And I, I need shit. <laughs> I don't I like corgis. I'm not a corgi person. <laughs> I was. I, I was. Mutts. I'm a mutt guy too. But I was really close to making a very, very aggressive pick and choosing um, the hybrid of Nina and Alexander just to uh, roll some uh-huh. eyes. But I didn't because I'm a better man than that. <laughs> why would you? Why would you even try to pick that though? <laughs> I just want to hear Oni Chan. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. Oro? 
<laughs> that was a joke, but I really wanted to pick another character, but I just couldn't come up with enough reasons. Um, so I really wanted to pick Frosh from Fairy Tale. These guys haven't seen Fairy Tale, so I put a picture up for these guys. Uh, basically, Frosh is a flying cat who wears a frog costume, and it is the most adorable fucking shit you'll ever see in your it life. It's adorable. I-, I see it. Yeah. But it's just that's it. That's that's all it's got going for it. There's no other reason. There's it's just fucking cute. And I would love to have Frosh as a pet. That'd be awesome, honestly. <laughs> dude, imagine. I mean, I'm married, but imagine single dude with Frosh. You would be you would need to bring a life vest if you went to the fucking park with your cat, dude. You'd be drowning. Drowning in what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm going. You know what you I'm putting here. Poseidon. You be, you're picking up what I'm putting down, dude. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Women would love that little cat thing. <laughs> what, is, what even is that, bro? It's, it's a cat ex- in a frog it, costume. Well, technically, it's an exceed, which is like an alternate dimension cat with wings that flies and has magic powers. I was say, I've Ten. never what seen a frog cat, costume. What is it a frog costume? 10 out of 10 adorable. Damn. Okay. Oh, Frosh is such a good character, dude, because he's so stupid. <laughs> he would just be there for me. That's it so reminds cool. me of that little guy off of Dragon Ball. Um, oh, uh, blue one, blue, blue one. You? I, 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 I know, bro. Yamcha's cat. Yeah. Well, cat. I didn't. I didn't even know it was a cat. It just flew around. I thought it was. I, hell, I don't know, man. That's it, what it reminds me of, though. Poir. Poir is his name, but not nah, hey, I, I have no scene. idea. But. Also, Happy is an exceed, and Happy's fucking adorable, too. I mean, I just want a flying cat, dude. Imagine just having a flying cat that can carry you around. Appa? This is a little easier to feed, <laughs> and I can let this in my house. Appa's way more useful, though. Nah. Dude, yeah, the, the frog costume. Would, like, you, 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 dude, the frog costume. You'd just be picking up chicks left and right think about it well yeah, i'm married he's right, right. You, you should be you'd be picking up chicks left and right you don't even have to do he's anything right. yeah he's right you, you want to come see my flying cat in a frog costume that's a great <laughs> pick <up line. laughs> maybe leave up the flying part but <laughs> you just shove your you shove your phone back out of there like oh it's man it's a wrap it's a whole wrap it's a wrap <laughs> yeah okay yeah and i so, will say if i was picking a pokemon before but each time you talk about fairy tale whether it be the uh the photographer of uh big titty girls <laughs> the, the cute little cat creature like it makes me want to watch fairy tale bro dude it's so good fairy tale will have you bawling your eyes out because you it's your weak spot and there's so many heartfelt moments and the power of friendship is just something else man but wafus Oh, they're all waifus. waifus that bring you back up, though. Oh, dude, it's nothing but waifus. Fairy tale. Uh, <laughs> Mashimoto is just a fan of drawing very slender one with giant knockers. <laughs> I'm down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take much. I was, I was about to say, if I was picking a Pokemon, it would have been fucking Charizard because I want to fly. But and I can burn. I can start fires too. That'd be awesome. It's also dangerous, but me and Smokey the Bear would not get along. <laughs> well, GG's, I guess. Um, awesome. 
<laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's Anime DJ's Little Bullshit Hour. We had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, make sure to jump in the Discord for our One Piece watch party on Saturday night. Uh, we're going to be watching 1071 or 1072, whatever one it is. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on Tuesday. You'll get these guys for the weekly rundown come out of town. Bye. I know. I'm